Coach, also coached at the Hill at UT, among um, other places. Preston, how are we today? Bonnie, really excited that uh, week from yesterday, we start playing football. Looking forward to getting back to watching some games and really excited about what the future holds. We got a full uh, list of games on tap tonight, high school-wise. We'll get into those, a lot of intriguing matchups a couple inter-county matchups we'll talk about that we'll make our picks preston coming off a little bit of a disappointing year the year before was really tight uh, last year not quite as much but um i, I had covid money it was a, it was a covid year for me it was a covid year so you just kind of wash that one away you know and preston i'm hoping it's not a covid year again but I've already heard of one game. Um, I can't remember where it's been postponed. So it's still out there, unfortunately. And um, uh, I guess we'll just have to play it week to week. We will. And uh, from what it looks like, it's going to affect the season again this year. So you can just stay tuned in to WGNS and the Murfreesboro Post and uh, we'll keep you up to date on any changes or cancellations, postponements. You know, I was talking uh, yesterday or Wednesday, uh, Preston, and, um, you know, with um, Coffee County, Warren County, and Cookville leaving the district, the region here, and them adding Stewart's Creek, um, if you do have a region game that's postponed, it'll be a lot easier to make it up because you can simply just drop a non-region opponent and that opponent can play somebody else, you know, that gets dropped. So um, uh, hopefully that won't come come to that. But, you know, last year, they were, you know, they were able to make a couple of them up, but some of them just went down as uh, no contest, contest for – uh, the losing team, and then a COVID victory for seeding purposes for the winning team. Yeah, it's uh, it was confusing. It was disappointing. And uh, I know some teams that were unable to play, which affected you know the, their season, their opportunity for the seniors to participate. Uh, and I hope we don't get into that this year. But we will get into that a little later in the show. Um, I guess Preston uh, is from Oklahoma. His dad played there, coached at Northeast many years, one of the top junior college player uh, programs in America. Oklahoma and Texas coming to the SEC. Your thoughts? Well, first of all, the Big 12's dead. <laughs> the rest of them need to find a place to go play, find them a conference. Uh, the changing in college football money, if I had my way about it, we'd have the Southeast Conference, the Big Eight, the Southwest, and uh, the traditional uh, regional located conferences, and then play in the playoffs and have a national championship. Uh, money's changed that. Uh, everything that's driving this is uh, all about the money. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see where it ends up. I obviously am excited that uh, Oklahoma and Texas are coming. I might actually get excited enough to try to find a ticket and go to a game 
because of, uh, you know, my background. But, you know, I also coached at UT. I, uh, I had some, uh, I'm a fan of the Vols. Uh, and I think it'll make it a lot of, it's very interesting to see how they divide that up, how they put the, the teams in pods, conferences, east, west, uh, and how they build the schedule. But we're three years away from that. Well, that's what they say. I think it might happen earlier than that. Well, that all depends on uh, – that all depends on whether the Big 12 can survive. Yeah. Well, you know, I look at the Big 12 and I look at programs like Oklahoma State. You know, I know that's a team that – I know Oklahoma's, you know, dominated that series, but, you know, that's a team that's been a top-10 team, you know, for a decade um, in many years. Um Texas, um, they like to puff their chest out because they're rich, but they haven't done squat since um, Bench Young, you know, won them a national championship. Uh, you know, Baylor's had some nice teams. TCU, you know, Iowa State's a top 16. I mean, a top six team going into this year. So, there's still good programs there. Uh, but, you know, you got to wonder, you know, what's going to happen with Kansas basketball-wise. I mean, we know they're no, they're they're totally irrelevant football wise, but basketball wise, you know, they're one of the probably three or four most storied programs in the country. Well, and that's why they're getting some interest from the Big Ten it's about the basketball. There's two sports that drive in this: that's men's basketball and football. They're the money sports. Now, the contract for the women's <laughs> basketball may go up. Uh, when you compare the entire program of Oklahoma State, Monty, you can see a lot of national championships in golf. Uh, they're very competitive in wrestling. Baseball. Uh, baseball has been. Uh, women's softball on occasion. So they, I think that they hold more championships than, than most of the, the rest of the conference uh, when you look at the entire program. Yeah. But when you when you look at what's driving this and men's basketball, uh, they don't have a large following. Therefore, their TV ratings aren't that high, and they're not as attractive. And on the other side, you know, Texas has not been relevant uh, in college football nationally since you you know they won the national championship with Ben Young, but they have a huge following. So. They're more attractive money-wise. Basketball, you know, they're, they're not a national-ranked basketball team. They play at a high level. Uh, but it's all about the following and the TV ratings. Yeah. Did produce the number one pick in the draft this year, though. So, um, yes, they did. So, it'll be interesting to see how all that p- plays out. I'm, I'm with you. Are they going to go divisions, pods? Uh uh, that's for the, the the powers to be to determine that, and then what will happen of of what is left of the Big Twelve? Like you said, it's a essentially done. So um, we'll see how all that when they re scramble everything. I I did get a kick out of um, um, Steve Spurrier's comments, and I often do. Um, 
a lot of people don't like him i love him he was great for college football talking about texas he goes well he might as well come you know to the sec you know they get to play they'll get to play texas a&m again and he goes and they can't even win the big 12 anyway so it really don't matter <laughs> <laughs> so he's always good i feel, for, he's, you know, I feel sorry for you know, texas tech yeah uh, you know i, I what what are they gonna do yeah, and you, you, you're talking about two programs that drive it. It's basketball and football. They've been, you know, a couple of years ago we're in the Final Four. They've been in Elite Eights. They've got a really, really good basketball program. Of course, their coach did leave them and go to Texas. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. But, yeah, they're kind of out there in the middle of nowhere, aren't they, by themselves? Yeah, they're out there by themselves. So, All right, you listen to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We're joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back. In the South, we've perfected the art of connection. In fact, we can make an instant connection with simple things. A guitar and microphone, a great meal, a Friday night football game. So when First Bank enhanced our digital banking connection, we created it from our banking model to be accessible, direct, and personal. Silicon Valley knows apps, but we've learned a thing or two about connection. Get a great mobile banking app with the real connection of community banking. First Bank, member FDIC. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street, across from the tall NHC building. We've expanded our store. We've increased it about 600 square feet. We would just be very excited for everybody to come check us out. Proceeds from sales benefit Greenhouse Ministries, a faith-based nonprofit serving the underserved here in Murfreesboro. We were able to put merchandise into our store that we previously haven't had displayed. Maternity clothes, scrubs, activewear, pajamas. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street in downtown Murfreesboro. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615 890 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Hello again, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Whenever I finish with a family, helping them pick out their funeral needs, locking in the price for the rest of their life, they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying, that wasn't as difficult as I thought. You know why? Because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Easier said than done. Uh, joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill. All right, coach, um, looking at the preseason poll, pretty much in the AP poll, pretty much in line with the coach's poll. Uh, kind of consensus, it's Alabama 1, Oklahoma, Clemson, Ohio State, and Georgia, uh, and Texas A&M. 
and then Iowa State, Cincinnati, Notre Dame, North Carolina. So a couple new faces in there, pretty much the same cast of characters at the top, and Florida also 13th, LSU 16th. Alabama, you know, you look at what they lose every year, Preston, but it just, you know, it's it's not a rebuild. It's totally reload. Uh, they just put a um, uh, plug in another four or five star recruit. Well, they obviously, you know, money recruiting is the lifeblood of every program. You got a coach and you got to play on Saturday, but you constantly have to be replacing players. And if you're not recruiting at a high level, at the highest level, then you're going to have dips. Uh, and that's historically what happens is that uh, people start having success and they get a little lazy and uh, can't don't recruit as well, and then they fall off and then they come back. Uh, the amazing thing about all of this is Alabama's consistency for the last 15 years uh, and being competitive uh, during the Saban era. Uh, it's absolutely phenomenal. Whether you like him, you love him, you hate Alabama, you don't. Uh, this will go down in history as uh, uh, one of the best periods for anybody in college football. Yeah, it's certainly a dynasty, um, without a doubt. Oklahoma, who, again, your school, we talked about them. Uh, they've kind of been a mainstay. They've probably been the most mainstay outside of Clemson and Ohio State. In the past 10 years. Um, Especially since in the football playoff era. Um, interesting. They won it. <laughs> they, they just participated. A um, couple weeks, an interesting game is Georgia and Clemson. Now, you know, you talk about playoff ramifications. That's it right there now. Well, that's a heck of a way to start the season. A great entertainment for college football fans. Uh, you know, usually during the month of September, uh, and there will be this year, there's a whole lot of games that are uh, not very competitive. And then every now and then, you know, you have something like Appalachian State beats Michigan or uh, one of those things that take place, which kind of gets everybody's interest that the little guy can't compete. But when you put two teams on the national stage like Georgia and Clemson early in the season, man, it's great for college football. Sure is. And an uh, interesting note on that, um, Georgia's massive tight end, Darnell Washington, and defensive back, Tyke Smith, uh, they're going to be out probably for that game with foot injuries. So that's two big hits, a starting DB. And uh, that Smith's about a 6'7 tight end. He's a massive kid or grown man, actually. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. But Georgia has kind of upped its uh, recruiting, obviously, with Kirby Smart, where they just kind of – you know, lose a guy, they plug him in. They're just trying to, you know, crack that seal and win a national title. Um, good thing about this first game, uh, win or lose, Clemson and Georgia are still going to be in the hunt for the playoff. No question. Uh, you know, they'll get kudos for playing one another. 
especially if it's a close game. And, uh, you know, all the talking heads, including you and I, will be in November saying that the game, the game doesn't matter three months later and everybody's changed. But it will provide uh, some great entertainment early in the year. Sure will. Um, and Alabama that week plays Miami of Florida. So, um, don't know how good Miami is going to be, but um, still another good, you know, opening uh, day matchup uh, for them. Yeah, I'm interested. Uh, uh, it, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see if uh, Alabama truly doesn't miss a beat with the changes that they're having to make. And if Miami has uh, improved at a level that they want to compete, uh, they look like they're getting better, uh, but they're not really in the national stage yet. Uh, you got to compete for the ACC championship uh, before you can, you know, really become nationally prominent. And they haven't done that. Uh, this is a new year. A lot of new people, so that'll be an interesting matchup to kind of see where they both are. Yeah, and you know, you look at that conference. You know, if if Florida State and Miami were what they were, and then you throw Clemson that mix, that's a heck of a league. But, yeah, well, it's been a one, you know, except for last year with Notre Dame. Uh, it's it's a one dog show, man. It's a one pony show. Yeah, and that's Clemson. Until somebody says, stands up and says, "How many years in a row has it been since they lost a conference game?" Uh, Pitt beat them uh, the year they—I think the year they won it. That's Pitt, right. Or uh, and Syracuse, Syracuse beat them the year MTSU went to Syracuse and won. So they've lost a couple. They always seem to have a little hiccup. And either pull eke one out or lose by a field goal or something. But um, yeah, I mean they've dominated that league. And you know, really, when you look at it too, you can throw Virginia Tech into that mix if they were the Virginia Tech of of the Frank Beamer days. Uh, that would really be a heck of a uh, a jolt. And um, you know, you're talking about when we were talking about the Big Twelve. I can definitely see uh, West Virginia maybe going to the ACC. Would seem like a better fit anyway. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing in the Big Twelve to begin with, but uh, and Monty, there'll be a surprise. There'll be a team come out of the pack that is uh, significantly better than what anybody expected. Well, it, it happens every year. And you know, this year, uh, you know, Mac Brown's gone back to Carolina and done a. Heck of a job, and you know he's got them ranked in the top ten. Right, right. So, uh, you know, and, and they were kind of a surprise. Uh, there'll be somebody, and probably somebody out of the uh, not in the group of five. Uh, you know, everybody's looking at Cincinnati as uh, being one that could uh, break into the playoffs. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see who is uh, campaigning the hardest. You know, hopefully, for the competitive nature of college football, it'd be somebody out of the Pac-12. 
yeah usc or oregon you know somebody um there's actually there's three um non-power five teams that are ranked being you mentioned cincinnati also coastal carolina and louisiana formerly louisiana lafayette um are also ranked so um you know we're not even talking about central florida and some of the other ones so um the power the non-power fives can make some noise and i guess when the playoffs um uh expand uh they'll get they'll get their opportunity for sure um but i'm like dabo sweeney i i don't think there's 12 teams capable of winning a national championship i agree i mean let's be honest here i mean i, I don't see it yeah i don't think there's 64 teams available to win the ncaa championship or 16 teams available that can win the one double a championship all about money and playoffs and, and giving you know giving everybody a trophy i think they could take eight teams and probably six and have a very competitive uh playoff system but it's about the money so we're going to get 12 and it won't be long till we'll expand to 16. yeah i always thought six was a good number and let the top two teams have a bye but you know They've yet to they've yet to confer with me, you know. They don't ask me much either. They have not asked me my opinion at all. But anyway, you're listening to All Sports Talk. Honey. Joins today by Preston O'Neill, the coach. We'll take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. News, traffic, weather, and fun. (laughs) Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. News, traffic, weather, and fun. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. Out here in Rutherford County, still working this crash on 840 eastbound at Elmaville Road. 840 east and west. Actually a little bit slow because of this crash out here in this section of Rutherford County. Again, on 840 near Elmaville Road on a crash with some injuries. Ripley's Aquarium in the Smokies, Sleep of the Sharks Family Editions, coming up September 18th. All the details now at Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on time traffic. Murfreesboro is home to some amazing people, so tune in this Sunday to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show with Bill Wilson and Michael Lynn White as they talk to some of these amazing people every Sunday from 9 until 10 p.m. and give you just what you need to kick off your week with a day. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. 
It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Chip, what's going on today? Well, good afternoon, everybody, and some major news coming out of Blue Raider Athletics regarding tennis today, and that is that Middle Tennessee will build a $4.8 million outdoor tennis complex to replace the 40-year-old courts that were greatly impacted by improvements to Middle Tennessee Boulevard. The project, funded by gifts from former players, the local tennis community, and funds set aside from the Middle Tennessee Boulevard Road Improvement Project, should be ready by 2023. The State Building Commission has approved the project, and that came earlier this month, and an architectural designer will be announced on the job August 23rd. The complex, located on the site of the existing Bolden Tennis Courts at the corner of Middle Tennessee Boulevard and Greenland Drive, will include eight competition courts with viewing stands. Preliminary plans also include coaches' offices and a team locker room to be housed in a dedicated tennis building. Headman's Coach Jimmy Borndame said the project is, quote, a game changer for tennis, not only in Middle Tennessee, but for the entire mid-state tennis community as a whole. Borndame added that the project will improve MTSU's outdoor home match environment and add an improved experience for fans. Women's tennis coach Teo Bailey Duvall was quoted as saying, could not be more excited to move forward with the plans for updating our on-campus facility. In 2015, the city of Murfreesboro and MTSU officials opened the Adams Indoor Tennis Complex at Old Fort Park. That 70,000 square foot, $5.8 million complex is home to MTSU Tennis and features eight indoor courts, two electronic scoreboards, a pro shop and lounge area with a mezzanine for spectator viewing. It was built in a joint partnership with the city, MTSU, and the Christie Houston Foundation. Well, it is, uh, again, you, there's more on this story on GoBlueRaiders.com and invite you to go check that out. But big, big news for tennis today. Last night, the Blue Raider Athletic Association had, had its annual donor celebration, and uh, the weather uh, did play a role in it with the uh, the wet weather we had yesterday afternoon did cut down on the crowd a little bit and uh, because of lightning in the area had to be cut short 
uh, as the as it was being held outdoors under a tent in the outfield of Reese Smith Field. But the annual awards were presented. Uh, Chris Massaro had uh, talked to the group, and also we were underway with a panel discussion featuring four Blue Raider head coaches before Mother Nature uh, jumped in. All right, let's talk about women's soccer. Speaking of weather, the soccer team will wait one more day to begin the 2021 campaign. The thunderstorm that rolled through the area last night rendered field conditions to be too poor for competition after initial, an initial delay due to the storm prompting officials to postpone the game to Friday. So that is tonight and is scheduled for 7 o'clock at the Dean Hayes Track and Soccer Stadium. And so far today, I haven't seen any more rain today. You can follow Middle Tennessee Soccer on social media and, uh, and also uh, they may be streaming that on Conference USA TV. It was scheduled uh, to be streamed last night but uh, not sure if, if the change of date has changed those plans. And speaking of soccer, Peyton DePriest was named to the 2021 preseason all-conference team in Middle Tennessee soccer, picked to finish fifth in the Conference USA East. That was announced by the league office on Thursday. So the opening game of the regular season coming up tonight against Belmont at the Dean Hayes Track and Soccer Stadium. All right, that's it for today. Everybody have a safe weekend. We'll be back with a football scrimmage update for you coming on Monday. All right, Chip, we appreciate you as always. Talk to you next week and remind everyone the Blue Raider Insider Report brought each day by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and my team insurance. We'll take a break and be right back. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill. All right, coach, let's talk about the Blue Raiders. Open the season uh, September 4th at home, 6 o'clock, Community Day against Monmouth. An FCS team, um, but one that did go to the playoffs last year, albeit getting hammered 62 to 30 or something like that uh, by James Madison, which had a really good team. Uh, but, you know, if you play a team that made the FCS playoffs, um, it's not necessarily Cupcake City. Uh, no, not necessarily. Mammoth would be excited to be in Murfreesboro. Uh, they got nothing to lose. They'll lay it on the line. They'll have a lot of fun. Pressure's on the Raiders to do what they need to do, which they should, uh, and uh, take care of business. It's going to be really interesting, Monty, uh, with all the newness of what's going on. Uh, New quarterback, new coordinator, uh, transfers, people that help, you know, that, that didn't play last year 
uh, now going to come back. You know, the depth at running back should be significantly better. Uh, depth at quarterback's better. So uh, it's going to be a whole new look. And uh, I'm excited to see what the play calling looks like and uh, what the new offensive coordinator is going to put in place and what their personality is going to be like. Um, Unfortunately, the first scrimmage um, was pretty much all defense. I think the the offense had four, five, six turnovers, which is kind of alarming. Of course, it is just a scrimmage, and, you know, you kind of – you kind of know what everybody's running, but uh, good for the defense. But that's the one thing when you scrimmage each other, um, one coordinator is going to be happy, and the other one's going to be, you know, mad as all get out. Every time, and there, and if there's uh, turnovers involved, that's even going to make it uh, that much more irritating. That's something you really fundamentally focus on. Can't turn the ball over. You know, you look you look back to last year, you know, I think about that Army game when they opened up. I mean, if, if ever a team looked like it hadn't even practiced hardly at all, it was MTSU. Then, you know, you come back home and Troy beats the brakes off of them. But in a weird, in a COVID year, they end up playing Troy again and go down there and win. So they obviously got better. But it was still a very disappointing year on, on many on many fronts. So, I think Middle's got a lot to prove this year. I mean, I think this is a really, you know, Brent Stockwell's gone. He's a grown man. He's married. He built a house. He's a coach. So, you can't live in the past anymore. Um, You know, okay, you've had two bad years. Um, I think this is a a turning point situation here that they've got to get, they've got to take care of some business this year. No question about it. You need to be competitive. And when you look down the schedule, uh, you know, I, I think there's two wins that you could say, Connecticut uh, and Mammoth, that you, you know, that ought to, you should be favored in those games. Yeah, and, you know, you, you play Virginia Tech, but they may not be the best team. Liberty may be the best team they play. Well, Liberty may be the best team they play. And then you, and then you've got that stretch uh, coming out of the gate where you go to you go to Virginia Tech, you go to San Antonio, and you go to Charlotte. Yeah, and San Antonio picked to win the West, and the last time Middle played Charlotte, they got the big breaks beat off of them. So, and then you come home to Marshall, pick to win the East. Yeah, and then you go to Liberty. So that's a pretty daunting middle of the season schedule right there. And um, it's amazing. Marshall um, lost one conference game last year, played for the conference championship, and fired their coach. Yeah, it was kind of amazing. So, now there were some other dynamics involved in there. I don't think the governor liked the coach, and, you know. uh, (laughs) I'm serious. I know. And, 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 And you would think governors that in this day and age would have more things to worry about than college football, but you know, yeah. uh, there's, there's a few, there's a few issues out there in the country right now. 
Uh, well, everything's political. You know, uh, we're going to make it all political, but the schedule is daunting. And, uh, man, it would, it would be nice to get out of the gate, you know, yeah. uh, and really, uh, you know, if you could beat Mammoth, which you should, and then find a way to upset Virginia Tech, uh, which I don't think is impossible. That, uh, that, you know, it's not like you're going to uh, Clemson or Alabama or some of the places that, you know, they spent the second week. Plus, they don't play, but, you know, that's the only Power, power 5 conference team that they play. Yeah. You know, there's only one, you know, and I don't know that that's a big money game, but it is a money game. Everything else is, uh, you know, pretty level. Uh, with the non-conference people being Liberty and, and Connecticut. So, uh, you should be competitive in those games. Blue Raiders, again, open the season against Monmouth. I think I mentioned a couple weeks ago, the last time they played uh, um, open the season at home was against Northwestern State. It was actually McNeese State, and McNeese State beat them, but the MTSU won 10 games that year. So think about that. All right, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take our final break, and we'll be right back. Folks, I hope you're listening in every Sunday night at 8 o'clock to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. We'll talk about some local politics, national politics, all types of topics, all types of guests. That's 8 o'clock Sunday night, Edwin Lee Raymer Show. Talk to you then. Good afternoon. Out here in Rutherford County, still working this crash on 840 eastbound at Elmaville Road, 840 east and west. Actually, a little bit slow because of this crash out here in this section of Rutherford County. Again, on 840 near Elmaville Road on a crash with some injuries. A Ripley's Aquarium in the Smoky Sleep of the Sharks Family Editions coming up September 18th. All the details now at Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on time traffic. We do it your way. Murphy Spurl's favorite pizza is now hiring at all three locations. That's right. Join the Surf Pizza team. Just stop on in and ask for a manager. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk, joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill. All right, Preston, we'll look at uh, 
in tonight's game, we've got Siegel at Green Hill. Second-year coach Adam Renshaw trying to get things going for the Stars. They've got a lot of starters back from last year. That can Sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's not so good. Um, but I think a perfect uh, team to be playing. Uh, we'll make our picks later, but I really like their chances. Who are they playing? Green Hill, second-year program over in Wilson County. Yeah, okay. okay. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Old age and need hearing aids. Yeah, you know, good place to start. It's legal. Um, Oakland and Hendersonville. Of course, the Patriots, winners of 15 straight. Um, I've said this about Hendersonville. Uh, kudos for them for stepping up and playing Oakland every year. Um, they want to get better and play the best, and uh, they have no problem um, playing a dominant team when nobody else wants to. Excuse me, nobody else wants to. Yeah, you want to understand what it takes to win a state championship? No better place to find out uh, than playing one of the two or three best teams in the in the state. Franklin's at Riverdale. I think that's the Friday Night Lights game on television. Uh, this has been a pretty good matchup over the years. I would expect the same tonight. It's interesting to see, Monty, how Riverdale starts out. You know, they... Uh, we're up and down last year and, and, and got more competitive. Uh, I believe there's a kid named Holcomb playing quarterback. That'll be interesting for me. Uh, a lot of good talent at Riverdale. The key is going to be what they can do up front offensively. Uh, they lost the bulk of their offensive line, but they got the Herring brothers, Elijah and Caleb. Of course, Elijah going to Tennessee. Uh, Caleb going somewhere, don't know where. Uh, Kennard in the backfield. Uh, going to MTSU, so um, most of their secondary back, all of their linebackers back, so um, I look for Riverdale to have a good year. Brentwood at Blackman. Uh, Blackman, new coach. Brentwood, state runner-ups. Uh, that will be an interesting game to see how run-and-gun offense of Blackman uh, matches up with Brentwood. Doesn't Brentwood have a new coach, too? Yes. I think oh. they're assistant after um, Tom Crawford left, so yeah, be interested to see what the two new guys getting matched up. Uh, we've got Smyrna at the Creek right down the road. All these kids pretty much played together in junior pro and in middle school, and um, it's known as the Mayor's Cup. A lot on the line. It's not a region game anymore, but a great game to open the season. Yeah, great rivalry. Uh, ought to draw a big crowd. And my they don't like one another. <laughs> it ought to be good. Rock Bell at Laverne. Um, Laverne lost a wealth of talent. Rock Bell, um, I'm, I, I looked at their uh, too deep. I, I, I recognize names, so that's a good thing for them. They've been building, I think, for this year. And I think Rock Bell, if you're looking for one of those surprise teams out there, I think they might be one of them. Well, you know, they've got a lot of enthusiasm out of Rock Rockwell, and uh, those kids have played hard, not a lot of success. Uh, Laverne better not overlook them. They're going to come to play. All right. We've got Forrest at Eagleville. Another good game to open the season, non-region. Forrest at Eagleville. They, they don't like one another either. No. What do you call that, Mommy? 
nine miles of hate nine miles of hate you know you mtsu and western you got 90 miles of it chapel hill and eagle nine miles so that's enough said isn't it yeah dca and mtcs mtcs with a new coach uh and coach tackett uh dca went undefeated in their league last year mtcs went five and two that ought to be a very good game ought to be a good game they may have their hands full with dca all right you ready to pick them let's go i can't wait these pickums brought to you by nobody <laughs> it tells you what they think <laughs> potential advertisers think of our picks so anyway <laughs> um let's see here we'll go seagull at green hill uh i'm gonna go with the stars i am too oakland and hendersonville I'm going with Oakland. Ditto. Franklin at Riverdale. I'm going with the Warriors. I am too. Brentwood at Blackman. I expect a close game in this. I'm gonna take Brentwood. Uh I'm gonna stay with I'm going with Black Brentwood too. Smyrna at the Creek. Uh I'm taking the Creek. Alright, I'm gonna go with Smyrna, but uh that is gonna be a very close game, I think. Uh Rockville at Laverne. I'm going with the Rockets. I'm, I'm, I'm going to rock it. I'll be a Rocket man, too. Okay. Forest at Eagleville. Uh, I don't know anything about either one of them, but I believe the – I'm going to pick Forest. I'm going to take Forest as well. DCA and MTCS, I'm going to take DCA. DCA, too. Money, I'm done picking with my heart. Tired of getting kicked. Well <laughs> – we only disagree on one, and that probably is the best game of the night. Probably you, is. You know, if you look at it on paper, uh, between the Creek and uh, Smyrna Creek, now coming to the Murfreesboro region. And, uh, you know, you look at last year, they played Oakland better than anybody. Got a lot of those players back. So, going to be a fun year. We're just getting started. And, Preston, I appreciate you um, – being back aboard with us this year, we've been doing this, my gosh, so long, I can't even remember, but it's always it's been fun. Been a day or two, Monty. We're just going to keep hollering Omaha and keep moving forward. All right. Preston, we'll see you next week. All right, Monty. Take care. That's Preston O'Neill. Join us today. That'll do it for today. That'll do it for the week. Enjoy your games tonight. Everybody be safe. We'll talk to you next time. All sports talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Woman, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parts Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.